the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. We may be setting a precedent. Yeah, it is Friday, and there's something we do around here every Friday that if you're a regular listener to the show, I know you're aware of. But we had to change the rules a little bit this week because there was no clear-cut winner. And by winner, I think you know what I mean. And now, it's time for The Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, I mean, we do have a winner, but actually what we have this week is the Windows R Us Jerks of the Week. And that would be, uh, or they would be, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Not only for making the decision to put Antoine Rose's name on all their helmets, which was dumb enough, doesn't belong on there, doesn't is not worthy of being on there, but for the ridiculous statement that was put out by the organization. When they announced that uh, they were going to do this with uh, their helmets and put Antoine Rose's name on there, the statement said that the, the team had decided to honor Rose and went on to describe how hard it was for his mother to deal with his death, and it was all you know understandable, and, and uh, nobody could argue with that. But what wins it for the organization is their description of what happened the night he was shot, Rose was shot, and killed by a cop who was later acquitted. It said he was involved in an incident that had occurred earlier in the evening, as though it was like a traffic stop. Um, The incident was an attempted murder, a drive-by shooting. That's the incident that Antoine Rose was involved in. There's been some discussion about whether or not he was the shooter. The victim said that uh, he was the shooter, and then the videotape uh, says otherwise. I'm not sure exactly what was finally determined by that. But he was in the car. They found residue on his uh, gunpowder residue on his hands, and uh, his DNA was on a gun that was under the seat. So it was a drive-by shooting, uh, attempted murder, and it happened about 10 minutes before the car Rose was in was pulled over. I mean, that was earlier in the evening, but it was 10 minutes earlier, okay? To say earlier in the evening meant to sound like uh, a little a little nicer than it actually was. They were sugarcoating it. Uh, and it happened about 10 minutes before the car Rose was in was pulled over. So that's how earlier in the evening it was. So not only was it dumb to choose Antoine Rose to honor on their helmets, but it was totally dishonest to sugarcoat the reason for his death. And as you know by now, I think, uh, it turned into a total fiasco because Al Villanueva, an offensive lineman and a former Army Ranger, decided not to put Rose's name on his helmet, and he put the name of a... Uh, um, uh, a, a war hero who he thinks should be the first black winner of the uh, Congressional Medal of Honor. Uh, Art Rooney, the second, who could have won the award, by the way, if we knew it was his idea to go with the uh, Antoine Rose on the helmets, but we don't know that for sure. He had to release a statement after all this saying that every player will now be allowed to put whatever he wants on his helmet. Of course, the solution has always been to put nothing on your helmet and just, you know, play football, but because the Steelers tried to get involved in the social justice messaging business, which the entire NFL is in right now, they are the first collective winners of the Windows R Us Jerks of the Week Award. The Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit windowsrspittsburgh.com. When we come back, I'll have someone I think you're familiar with, uh, Judge Janine. That would be Judge Janine Pirro, who I'm sure you've seen uh, many times on Fox. She has her own show on the weekends. She's written a book called Don't Lie to Me, Stop Trying to Take Away Our Freedom. That's coming up. And also... After the 5.30 break, I'll be talking to the son of the President of the United States. That would be Eric Trump. Stick around.
John Steigerwald, and I want to talk to you about the latest film from Dinesh D'Souza, and it's his most important. It's called Trump Card, and it's an expose of the socialism, corruption, and gangsterism that defines the Democrat Party. Whether it's the creeping socialism of Joe Biden or the overt socialism of Bernie Sanders, this film reveals what's unique about modern socialism, who's behind it, why it's evil, and how we can work with President Trump to stop it. This is the most important election of our lifetimes. The stakes are high, the battle lines stark, and this new film by Dinesh D'Souza explains why, as only Dinesh can do. Go to WatchTrumpCard.com and pre-order your video on demand and DVD now. You don't want to miss this important new film by Dinesh D'Souza. Pre-order your DVD and video on demand now at WatchTrumpCard.com. That's WatchTrumpCard.com. Parents, are you happy with your children's at-home high school experience? Wondering if you're doing all you can to prepare them for the next step in their life? Check out Salem Career Hub online at SalemCareerHub.com. Whether it's college prep school, a four-year university, an MBA, or learning real-world vocational skills needed to start a career, get connected with top-ranked online schools and leading skills-based short-term training programs like full-stack software development from the co-founder of Apple, Steve Wozniak, to online XR programs, teaching hands-on vocational courses for HVAC, welding, plumbing, facilities management, electricians, solar, and more, all at a special reduced Salem Career Hub price. Better your child's life through education. Our team of educational experts are available to help you Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. Central Time. Just call 866-711-6275, 866-711-6275, or online at SalemCareerHub.com. Worried about deductibles and co-pays, dental or vision? How about elective procedures? Marley Financial has got you covered. This is John Steigerwald. Marley Financial is now offering a new health savings account that can be used for anything health-related, anything, co-pays and deductibles, any prescription, even elective procedures. Marley's new turbocharged health savings account can set you free of high premiums and out-of-pocket expenses. There's even a company matching component that can provide two or even three to one in benefits. And because it's a contribution, not a premium, your value stays with you for the rest of your life. And if you recently lost your job and your health benefits, Marley has programs to get you the coverage you need when you need it most. Call Marley Financial today at 724-884-1496 and ask about their new turbocharged health savings account. That's 784-884-1496. Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace at MarleyFG.com. What happened to Carter Page should never happen to another American again. Page was a model citizen, a Naval Academy graduate, a successful businessman, and a cooperative source for U.S. intelligence services. But when Page became a supporter of Donald Trump, the FBI targeted him, spied on him, and persecuted him in a phony investigation. Now Carter Page is telling his story. In his compelling new book, Abuse and Power, Carter Page gives us the shocking details of being targeted by the Obama administration Justice Department, how he was was kept under surveillance and then finally vindicated. Abuse and Power by Carter Page is the story of a private citizen caught up in a politically motivated spying operation intended to frame him. The Democratic Party, the mainstream media, and their allies in the Justice Department and intelligence services lied and perverted justice in order to destroy a duly elected president. Abuse and Power, how an innocent American was framed in an attempted coup against the president, is the new book by Carter Page. Available now at Amazon and wherever books are sold. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, we're waiting for Judge Janine. We actually had her on the line. She called too early. We didn't want to make her sit uh, and listen to commercials that she can't uh, actually react to. And uh, But I think she's calling in right now. But anyway, just the other day, uh, Joe Biden said that Donald Trump called uh, neo-Nazis very nice people. Uh, that was just one of the lies out there about Trump. That's just uh, one of the more popular ones, actually. It's important because uh, that lie is, is an important one because it's meant to support what might be the biggest lie, and that's that he's a racist. And Judge Janine Pirro knows all about lies. Uh, she's seen uh, too many about Donald Trump. And that's why she's written a book and why it's called Don't Lie to Me, Stop Trying to Steal Our Freedom. 
The judge joins us now. Judge, uh, are you there? I am here. How are you, John? Good. Thanks for being on. Uh, we had a, a little issue there. Uh, we, you called too soon. I didn't want to make you sit around and wait for me, but uh, I appreciate you calling. Um, what What is it about, uh, and thanks for being on the show, what is it about uh, Donald Trump? It just dropped out? Oh, okay, she's calling in again. We're having issues. Again, in case you for, hadn't realized, uh, I've been doing the show from home here for, uh, I don't know, since... I'm here. Are you there now? There you are. You're I back. am here. Uh, I'm yes. doing my show from 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 home, and so I can't see the producer. So I've been I've been here since the middle of March because of COVID, and so I am not able to communicate visually with the receivers. So things happen, and I find out after they already happen. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, we're all dealing with the same thing. But I got to tell you, I heard a little of what you were saying about "Don't Lie to Me," and and that's why yeah. I wrote the book "Don't Lie to Me" and stop trying to steal our freedom because the left is lying about Donald Trump every step of the way. I mean, and you have to admit, you know, John, that in the end, I mean, all of us have had way too much of this. You know, the Russia collusion oh, delusion, yeah. then the Ukraine, and then, you know, he, he's lying about uh, the pandemic, and, you know, he should have done something sooner. And meanwhile, he declared a national public emergency on January 31st when Nancy Pelosi and, and the liberals over here in the Northeast were saying, Go out to Chinatown. Have a wonderful time. This is a great time. And, you know, and in the end, I mean, the president made the tough call to stop the flights from uh, foreign nationals from coming in from China and then other countries as well. And they called them xenophobic. And now they lie right before you and they say he didn't do it soon enough. I mean, you can't win for trying. And we knew this from the beginning. We knew from the beginning if Donald Trump cured cancer, they would say, no, he didn't. And what we're seeing now, unfortunately, are the lies that are now interfering with the people's support and ability to, you know, have confidence in the in the health system and also uh, the criminal justice system as Black Lives Matter, the organization, starts to, you know, create chaos in this country. So what is it, though, about Donald Trump that has caused so many people to lie about him? Is, is, how much of it is, do you think is because he... Uh, they they hated him from the beginning because he's not a politician. He's not one of them. I mean, the whole swamp thing. I think that's a big part right. of it. They just can't stand the fact that somebody outside of the club is running the show. Well, I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, he is not an establishment candidate. In fact, he took out the other 17 establishment candidates. Look, most of those guys who were on the stage in 2016 have spent the last few decades focusing on how they were going to be president and when it was their turn. And that's why you have the establishment. You have the Clintons, you know, are tight with the Bushes and the Bushes with the Obamas and the Clintons. And it's a club, all right? And they all conduct themselves by the same rules. They take care of each other. Donald Trump doesn't need them. Donald Trump doesn't need this job. I mean, in the end, he was a guy who was fed up with all the nonsense and said, you know what, I'm going to take a shot at this thing. And I think a lot of it, in addition to the fact that he's not part of the, you know, one guy slaps another guy in the back and, they, you know, they go to the same clubs together. But what he also is is someone who is fighting for the American people and doing so in a way where he's got nothing to gain here. I mean, he left a multi-billion dollar business and his kids aren't able to do any work internationally other than what's already there to run this country. And I think a lot of it, too, is jealousy. So when Nancy Pelosi says, oh, OK, so there is this deal with the uh, Israel, the UAE and Bahrain. All right. That's just a distraction. And what about the peace deal that he brokered between Serbia and Kosovo? That's a distraction to COVID. Wait a minute. You're the one who's over there walking around without your mask, thinking that you're better than everyone else. You're the one eating your $25 a gallon ice cream. And you're the one telling people go to Chinatown. Why should I listen to anything you say? They lie to your face. They tell you these protests are peaceful. They're not peaceful protests. These are people who are trying to upend our government, who are saying to you that police are systemically uh, 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 you know, racist murderers that the police are not there to protect us, and so they defund them. And then Milwaukee, I mean, they've got to be the dumbest group around. They then call the chief of police and say, why is there so much crime now in Milwaukee? Are you stupid? You just defunded the department. You're indicting cops for arresting people the wrong way. 
in New York City, if you touch the diaphragm of someone arrested, they'll indict the cop and the arrestee gets lost. There's no bail anymore. Everybody walks in and walks out as soon as they're arrested. There are funded, you know, DAs. And I was a DA for, I don't know, a grant about uh, 25 years. I was the elected DA. And, you know, they're basically saying we don't believe in jail. These are socialist funded district attorneys across the country who are saying we don't believe in incarceration. We don't believe that jail is appropriate. So it's like it didn't happen on a dime. This has been a long planned effort on the part to lie to us, take away our freedom, tell us to stay in our basement. Don't you dare go to church. But, hey, if you want to go to the casino in Nevada or, you know, if you want to protest, this is your time. Have at it. Protest in the thousands. We'll demand that the police stand down and we won't arrest you. This is not the America that we were promised and that we are part of. And that's why 45 days from now, people better get out there and vote. Talking to Judge Janine Pirro, uh, the book is Don't Lie to Me, Stop Trying to Steal Our Freedom. A lot of the lies uh, that are out there are uh, related to COVID, and, and this would not happen without the uh, help of the media. Are you familiar with the story in Nashville about the mayor and the health secretary? Uh, yes, I cons- am. And that uh, is the classic example of how yeah. they lie to us. They find out the numbers are down in Nashville. And between the city health officials and the mayor, we have the emails to substantiate this. They say, we're not going to let this out publicly, right? Oh, no. Why? Because if they let it out publicly, then they're going to have to allow allow the bars and the restaurants and the honky-tonks to open up. But they want to keep us locked down and afraid and reliant on their pittance of government money. This is where this is socialism in action. They lie to you over and over again. Shame on us for even listening to them. So, uh, so for people who don't know, um, they, there were only eighty cases that they traced to bars and restaurants, and uh, the, the email says, uh, "Let's not tell anybody about that because the numbers are too low, and it's been exposed." My right. question for you, as a judge, Judge uh, Janine. Uh, were laws broken there? Should, uh, should, should well, somebody you know, be held accountable for that? Well, they certainly, as you know, can be held accountable politically. But in terms of the laws being broken, I mean, is it a dereliction of duty? I'd have to look at their statutes to find out if they conducted themselves in a way that there was abuse of power, abuse of uh, the government authority, basically taking away people's civil liberties, the right to be able to go out and make a living for your family, on a lie that they have to be locked down. They don't have to be locked down. They want to lock you down so that you're scared, so that they can control you. They don't want Donald Trump to be a success, and they're lying. Listen, I had a friend, John, whose husband was dying of terminal cancer. She got the death certificate. They said he died of COVID. She said, my husband didn't have COVID. And then she had to spend another 20000 to her medically seal the casket. This is a this is a huge it's a it's a subterfuge. They want to take over America and America is too great. And I talk about this on my show tomorrow night. A young lawyer from Springfield, Illinois, who talked about the fact that the only way America can be destroyed is not by a foreign power, but from within. We will live forever in America unless we commit suicide. Yeah, that would be Abe, I guess you're talking about there. Um, the, the full it, title of the book. The full title of the book is "Don't Lie to Me." Stop trying to steal our freedom. Uh, is that uh, the freedoms uh, that are you? Uh, you're referring to more than just the lockdowns, but that's just a prime example of it right now. That's happening right now. Yep, yep. Lockdowns, First Amendment. You can't say anything if it's not politically correct. They'll fire you because people at work are triggered. You wear a MAGA hat, you get fired because you're causing too much stress on the job. They want to take away your guns. Joe Biden has said Beto O'Rourke will be in, in charge of gun policy. Kamala Harris, that, 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 I don't know, chameleon, who was once attorney general, says the Constitution doesn't stop me from taking away guns. Are you kidding? And what about religious freedom? You want to talk about religious freedom? How about the fact that in the state of Nevada, the United States Supreme Court, our United States Supreme Court says, okay, the casinos can stay open and the movie theaters can stay open, but not the churches not the churches. This is an attack on all Americans, on our religious, our our religion, our religious freedom, our freedom of speech, our ability to conduct our lives in the way that we want. And those are just some of the freedoms 
that they're trying to steal. Well, when and if we ever get back to normal, uh, how many lies are we going to find that we were told by our local governments during this pandemic, and what can we do about it? If, if Donald Trump wins and, and we start these lies start uh, becoming, uh, they're revealed to us, what do we do about it? Well, you know, there are very few things we can do about it, to be honest with you, Sean. I mean, it's really just a question of getting people out of office who are lying to you. Um, you can't sue them. I mean, they have sovereign immunity, most of them, unless they've gone outside of their official duty. But, you know, I think there's going to be a huge awakening. Americans didn't want to be locked down. We were told to stay in our home, and the mainstream media is complicit with it. And people like Chris Cuomo, you know, if you watch Fox, you Tucker Carlson does a great job on that one. You know, he says, oh, I'm just coming out of my basement. Meanwhile, he had a fight with some guy uh, who was staring at him when he was outside, when he supposedly was in his basement. And they acted out like, oh, I'm coming up for the first time. They lie over and over again. It's about power. It's about their being in a position where they have control. Not in America. We are born of a revolution. We have in our blood, our DNA is all about freedom. And we've got to stop this anarchist, this chaotic, this Marxist socialist effort that started when Donald Trump came in because they hated that he could see right through them. And that's why I wrote Don't Lie to Me. I mean, I'm tired of it. Yeah. And now uh, I, I know when you write a book, I wrote a book myself, but I, um, I know when you're writing a book, sometimes as you're doing it, things keep revealing themselves to you or you as you do your research, you become surprised by a lot of things. I'm just wondering, when you started working on the book, were you surprised by how many lies there were out there to write about? Not not just lies in general, but lies about Donald Trump that are, are perpetuated uh, and promoted by the media. Well, the, the, the media is, as I said, complicit. And, and uh, you know, the lies, you know, in, in, it's not always lies, it's omissions. Like when we find right. out that the FISA court had been duped or was the FISA court in on the fraudulent dossier that was used as the only basis for a warrant. Without that dossier, it was fake and the, the FBI knew it was fake. You know, there wouldn't have been a spying on uh, Carter Page that was used as pretty much a vessel to look into the Trump campaign. You know, it's, it's lies. It's, it's the mainstream media not covering it up. It's, you know, stations like CNN and MSNBC that are totally committed to destroying the president. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. And, you know, a lot of us didn't like Barack Obama, you know, the one who at the at the uh, at the prayer breakfast comes out and says, you Christians, you should, you should get off your high horses while, you know, we were being slaughtered uh, by the Islamic extremists, uh, the radicals. And, you know, but we didn't go out and call him every name in the book. We respected the position. We respected the president. This is an all out war. And, you know, it's time for people to become familiar with what's a lie and what isn't. And, you know, to get out there in 45 days or 46 days and vote for the man who will lead this country to freedom again. I only have a minute left. Uh, how do you like his chances? Well, you know, I think his chances are excellent. And I think that those, even those who live in Democrat states and Democrat areas uh, are fearful about law and order. They see what's happening in cities like Kenosha, Wisconsin, of all places. And they say, this can happen to us. So all this nonsense about suburban women, you know, they don't like Trump. They may not like the way uh, he talks or he tweets, but they know safety is the number one issue. And there's only one person between us and anarchy, only one person between us and the socialist revolution that they're trying to impose on this country, and that's Donald Trump. They won't hey, say it, but they're going to vote for him. I'm out of time. The book is Don't Lie to Me. Stop Trying to Steal Our Freedom. Judge Janine Pirro, thank you very much for being on. Appreciate it. Thank you. We'll be back. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The Trump administration has announced it's going to be sending new aid to Puerto Rico to help the island rebuild its electrical grid and repair schools from the devastation of Hurricane Maria three years ago. Puerto Rico Governor Wanda Vasquez thanking the president and the government for the grant among the largest ever awarded by the Federal Emergency Management Agency. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says she's hopeful both parties will reach an agreement on the next round of coronavirus relief, but suggested Democrats will not accept anything less than her last offer of 2.2 
trillion dollars when it comes to a deal. Republicans say a lot of that is wasteful spending. It has very little to do with the coronavirus. New poll from the Associated Press NORC Center for Public Affairs Research shows a majority of Americans now plan to vote before Election Day this year. A slow day for the markets today. The Dow was down 244 points. This is SRN News. Okay, some good news during a challenging time for everybody, and this could really help. You may know hundreds of thousands of people have already made the switch to MediShare, which is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And with so many people looking at how they pay for health care right now, seeing premiums going up or the cost of COBRA plans, MediShare has extended their special offer and a lot of people have taken advantage of it. Simply apply by September 30th and they will waive your new member fee. That's $170 savings. And of course, that's just a start. The typical family saves $500 a month after making the switch. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs and it's worked beautifully for decades. I'll give you the number here in a second. And if you call, you can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Here it is. Call 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. Dr. Sebastian Gorka says eventually everyone will face the music. Thousands, thousands of times they have knowingly lied about the president. One day, they will have to answer for it all. They will have to stand in front of their creator and justify their lies. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Afternoons at 3, right before John Steigerwald at 5 on AM 1250. The answer. This is Dinesh D'Souza. We faced the most critical election since 1860, and my latest film, Trump Card, explains why. It exposes the corruption and gangsterism that defines the modern Democratic Party and reveals what's unique about modern socialism, who's behind it, why it's evil, and how we can work with President Trump to stop it. Pre-order your video on demand and DVD now. Go to WatchTrumpCard.com. That's WatchTrumpCard.com. We live in unprecedented public policy times. The coronavirus pandemic has changed our way of life. Holding government accountable always has been important. But in these troubled times of often arbitrary and capricious government dictates too often cloaked in secrecy, it's more important than ever to call out poor public policy making. This is Frank Gamrat from the Allegheny Institute for Public Policy. Help us to continue holding government accountable with a tax-deductible contribution. Learn how at Allegheny Institute. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. Well, we'll start this update with an accident scene. It's on uh, Route 28 outbound right near East Ohio Street. That's in the area of St. Nick's Church, of course, in the right lane. And a big backup from the Parkway North in through that crash scene. With that said, plenty of extra jamming continues on the Parkway East and West in both inbound and outbound directions in the usual spots. That's a look at traffic. I'm Eric Herr. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Mainly clear skies for tonight with a low 39. An abundant amount of sun for tomorrow with a high 62. Clear tomorrow night with a low of 39. Plenty of sunshine on Sunday with a high 64. And on Monday, mostly sunny skies with a high 65. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Gregory Patrick. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. Pennsylvania might end up deciding who's president. I'm sure you know that. So it's uh, not surprising to see lots of people connected with President Trump in the neighborhood, including members of his family. His son, Eric, showed up in Eastern PA today. He joins us now. Eric, thanks for being here. You're very welcome, John. Yeah, so so uh, getting um, Penn State football this year is a pretty big deal to a lot of people in Pennsylvania, obviously. Why was it important yeah. to your father to encourage the Big Ten to start playing? 
Well, my father wants the football star. He wants it for the fans. He wants it for, for the kids. I mean, think about how many kids, you know, they played football all, all through high school. You know, they trained their entire life. You know, they're going off to a great school, and then all of a sudden they shut it down. I mean, the hopes and dreams of these kids are ruined. And, and you know, it's, it's you know we got to open up our society. We've got to let people start playing football again. We've got to get back to work. And, you know, my father's been pushing to uh, to reopen up states, and it seemed like people are unnecessarily, um, you know, holding things back. Football was one of them. My father... Loves football. He's a he's a sports fanatic, and um, he wanted to see the Big Ten back. He wants to see the Pac-12 back. Uh, he wants to see a lot of other uh, you know college sports back, and, and and just events in general across this country. And uh, it's why he pushed as hard as he did, and um, you know, and they really did it because of him. And um, uh, how much did he get involved in that, or have his staff get? Were you, how much were you leaning on those guys? Not you, but uh, the administration. Well, he got very involved. I mean, he got very involved. He made a lot of calls, and he made calls to the commissioner. And uh, you know, they did it safely and they did it smartly. And um, but you know, that was definitely uh, it was definitely because of his efforts. So yesterday, the uh, the Pennsylvania Supreme Court extended the time for counting mail-in ballots until the Friday after the election. Uh, <laughs> what could go wrong there? pretty amazing it's kind of hard to believe right and you know we won a lot of things yesterday in that in that case but they wanted an extra couple of days of voting and it's um you know it's, it's it's amazing i mean i really believe the democrats are going to cheat um i don't think they have the candidate to win i mean biden doesn't know where he is he can't get off of a teleprompter um he's got very little enthusiasm surrounding his campaign i think everybody sees that um you know the guy can't get through a sentence without making a gaffe of some sort and um you know, they're going to try and cheat. You see what they're trying to do in New Jersey where, you know, it's, it's, they want to just send out ballots to everybody's homes. They don't know where people live. You know, somebody can get married. They can move across the street. You know, they're going to have neighbors getting their ballots and other nonsense. And uh, we're fighting them every single day in court. And uh, we're going to have a lot of people out there on November 3rd. And they're going to be watching very, very carefully. Um, you know, we've got to beat them so bad that... Um, you know, that, that they can't cheat. I mean, that's our goal. Um, our goal is to beat them so bad that even if they did cheat, it's not going to matter. Um, but we're going to be watching and we're going to fight uh, the entire way. Were you, uh, were you, are, you, are you encouraging Trump voters to vote in person, if at all possible? You know what? Every state's different. Um, we're, we're encouraging a lot of I mean, my father's doing mail-in voting and he's in, um, you know, he's in Florida and, um, you know, mail-in voting is, um, is totally fine in Florida. They've done that for a very long time and, um, you know, absentee voting is, is, is totally fine in most states. Um, you know, the problem is you have states like New Jersey who you don't actually have to request a ballot. You know, most states you do. Pennsylvania, you do. Um, but states like New Jersey, you don't have to. They're literally just going to start sending ballots to everybody's household. So, you know, um, anybody who receives ballots can just fill them out and send them back in. And so um, we're totally fine with a lot of absentee voting. Um, a lot of absentee voting is very good. There's signature verification. There's you have to request a ballot. You have to prove that you're the person. You have to send it in. You can track it all the way through. Um, the problem with certain states, again, like like New Jersey, they just want to literally flood every single town with you know thousands and thousands of ballots. No one's going to know where they were filled out, how they were filled out, if they were legitimately filled out, um, if there were duplicates, and uh, and that's what we have a problem with. Oh, yesterday, or maybe it was the day before, uh, Joe Biden declared that every death in America from COVID nineteen should be blamed on the president. Um, are you surprised it took him that long to go there? And what's left? Is it, I think the only thing left would be the hurricanes to blame on him. Yeah, you know, that's, uh, that's a Democratic, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. Um, that's it. They can't blame anything else. I mean, it's, look at the economy. My father created the greatest economy uh, in the world. Biden didn't do that. Um, in fact, he did the exact opposite. He was, you know, him and Obama were the two worst economic presidents in the history of this nation. Uh, look at the military, you know, those two ran the military into the ground. I mean, half our fighter planes couldn't even take off during that administration. And now look at our, our military. Look at unemployment in this country. Look at the amount of people who have come off food stamps in this country. Look at, um, you know, school choice and, and education in this country and, uh, you know, how far we've done with, with that. Look at uh, prescription drug pricing. And so, yeah, you know, I mean, pretty much the only thing Biden has going for him is, um, you know, talking about COVID 24-7 and, I think people are. Uh, I think people are over it, and um, you know, it's um, Biden was a disaster. I mean, he gave 150 billion dollars to a country that hates our guts, you know, meaning Iran, and the, the guy was a true disaster. He doesn't know where he is. He can't answer a basic question. He can't, you know, take a question off a teleprompter, and um, you know, he's a he's a mediocre candidate at best. And I, I think uh, I think most of America is seeing that at this point. 
We're talking to Eric Trump, son of the president. Uh, uh, you guys have an ad out that says Joe Biden put China first. What do you mean by that? Well, he did put China first. I mean, look at his son, Hunter. I mean, Hunter flew over with his father on Air Force Two to China, and, and they gave him a billion and a half dollars for his uh, for his hedge fund. I mean, could you imagine if I if I possibly did that? And, you know, I, I mean, look how lenient they were on China. China was eating our lunch. They were taking our jobs. They were taking our manufacturing. They were taking our factories. They were, they were taking our country. They were using and abusing us. You, I mean, look at the tariffs, right? I mean, if we sent anything into China, we paid a massive tariff to do so, but they could send products into the U.S., and, you know, they weren't paying anything. I mean, it, it's amazing how bad China owes us. I mean, China literally took trillions and trillions of dollars from, from America um, and, uh, you know, took trillions of dollars of industry and manufacturing. And look at intellectual property. I mean, look at intellectual property. How much intellectual property did, did the Chinese steal under the Obama administration? They stole plans for our fighter jets. They stole plans for, you know, our windmills. They stole source codes for computers. They stole everything. I mean, these people are crazy. They were spying on everybody. They stole everything. And Obama and Biden allowed it to happen. And so, um, you know, they did hand America to, to China. And, um, and, and the reason they weren't tough on them is because Hunter Biden happened to be managing a billion and a half dollars for the Chinese. And the you know, it's kind of amazing. A kid that kicks, gets kicked out of the Navy for cocaine use happens to get a billion and a half dollars from China. Um, not in the real world. I mean, not in the real world. Pretty good deal. Yeah, yesterday uh, Nancy Pelosi said that riots and looting uh, might be a problem. Uh, do you think she saw something in the polls that she didn't like? Her polls, I mean. The polls are, are fantastic in our favor. I see the enthusiasm out there every single time I'm, I'm out on the road. To see, but you know, I, I go to these events every single day, five, six, seven hundred people, and people are wearing "Make America Great" stuff, and they're waving American flags, and um, you know, they don't like seeing the American flag being burned. They don't like seeing um, people kneeling for the national anthem. Um, you know, people don't want socialized medicine. People don't want to get rid of private health insurance. People don't want four trillion dollars in extra uh, taxes in this country, and. Um, I'm telling you, the enthusiasm out there right now is absolutely incredible. And if all those people go out um, and they go out and they get to the polls and they bring their friends and they go out and vote, um, it's going to be a beautiful day for this country. Got a couple minutes left here with Eric Trump. Um, knowing, just a, a question, a kind of a personal question, but knowing what you know about your dad, how might he approach, uh, how, how might his approach to the job change in a second term? I don't mean the things he's going to do politically specifically. I just mean what it might do to his attitude about how aggressive or less aggressive he might be, just how he might, his approach to the job might change. Well, listen, my father's a fighter, right? He always has been a fighter, and this country needed a fighter. Um, we were getting ripped off by everybody, and so, listen, I don't, I don't think that's going to change. I think he's going to continue to fight every single day, and I think every there's there's a person in the world than, uh, than, than Donald Trump. I mean, look at the way he works, look at the way he campaigns, look at the way he does everything, and and he does fight, and, and, and this country needed somebody to fight for it because, again, we were losing our manufacturing, we were losing our jobs, we were losing our industries, we were losing our economy, we were losing, we were losing everything. I mean, um, I mean, literally everything. The value of our economy was going down the, 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 the toilet. So do I think he would approach it a little bit differently in the second term? Um, absolutely. Um, but at the same time, I think you'll still see the same fighter, and um, that makes me happy because, again, you know, for the longest time, we had politicians like Biden who had been in office for 40 years. They never fought for anything. They never had bad backbone. Um, I don't think they had enough backbone, nor do I think they were you know, smart enough to stand up for, uh, for this country. But my father will never stop fighting for, for, for this country. That's why he's there. I mean, he didn't need this job. He, he's there to fight for this nation. Now, um, I only have a minute left, and I, I, I have to ask you another question, uh, not necessarily related to politics, but... Uh, here you are out on the campaign trail in Pennsylvania, and you're traveling all over the country. Uh, five years ago, could you have imagined yourself being where you are right now? Before, before I'm talking about before your dad decided he wanted to become president. Well, just repeat that last part because you just got cut off for one second. Yeah, I just, I'm just wondering how 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 much what if somebody would have told you five years ago that you'd be out in 2020. Uh, campaigning for your dad for president for a second term five or six years ago what you would have thought 
Well, it's kind of hard to believe. I mean, it's 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 beautiful, and I'm proud of the man. I mean, I really am. He's uh, he's, he's done a remarkable job, and yeah, I mean, five six years ago, could I believe that we were going to be here doing this all over again? Um, no, uh, you know, at the at the same time, I mean, the movement that he's created in this country, the way he's called out career politicians for for their nonsense antics. Um, and, uh, and really the love he's created in this country. I mean, you know, the, the, the media spews so much hate every night. You see it every single night. But, I mean, the other night in Arizona was such a beautiful night when they're chanting, I love you, I love you. You know, 2016, they used to chant locker They're chanting, I love you. And that's, um, that's a remarkably beautiful thing, and it makes me very proud as a son. And um, I'll always be here fighting next to my father. I believe in him. I know him as an incredible man. He's done an incredible job. And... Um, it certainly is surreal that we're here. Um, I'm not a politician. I never plan on being a politician. I dislike most politicians, to tell you the truth, but um, <laughs> I'm incredibly proud of what he's accomplished, and um, there's no one I'd rather fight by their side than, um, you know, than, than, than fighting with him. So he's, uh, he's an amazing guy, and I'm proud of him. Well, I'm, I'm out of time, but one last quick thing I just want to tell you. You have my number now. I told your brother the same thing. Uh, you can give your my number to your dad if he when he comes through Pittsburgh next week. Uh, I, I'll see if I can squeeze him in for a couple minutes. I, if he wants to I give would me a love call, that. I'm sure he, I, I'm sure he would love it as well. <laughs> All right, thanks, Eric. All right, you guys take care. Okay, we'll be right back. This is John Steigerwald, and I want to talk to you about the latest film from Dinesh D'Souza. And it's his most important. It's called Trump Card, and it's an expose of the socialism, corruption, and gangsterism that defines the Democrat Party. Whether it's the creeping socialism of Joe Biden or the overt socialism of Bernie Sanders, this film reveals what's unique about modern socialism, who's behind it, why it's evil, and how we can work with President Trump to stop it. This is the most important election of our lifetimes. The stakes are high, the battle lines stark. And this new film by Dinesh D'Souza explains why, as only Dinesh can do. Go to WatchTrumpCard.com and pre-order your video on demand and DVD now. You don't want to miss this important new film by Dinesh D'Souza. Pre-order your DVD and video on demand now at WatchTrumpCard.com. That's WatchTrumpCard.com. This is AM 1250, The Answer. Hey, John Stoggerwald here. I'm just here to tell you how much I love my pillow and how it's changed my sleep. Check out the new mattress topper. That's really amazing. Now, I don't know if I love my pillow or the my pillow mattress topper more. Get a my pillow mattress topper and get some of the best sleep of your life. Now it comes with a 10 year warranty and a cover that's washable and dryable and it's made in the USA and backed with Mike Lindell's 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com and save 30%. Use promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087. When you do, Mike gives you two standard MyPillows free. That's MyPillow.com, promo code STAG, or call 800 716 I'm United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams, America's doctor. And all across our nation, we've taken steps together to slow the spread of coronavirus. Now we must continue to take personal responsibility to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Because even though not all of us risk a severe case of coronavirus, we all risk getting it and spreading it to others, maybe without even realizing that we're sick. So if we want to get back to school, back to work, back to worship, and back to overall health, there are things our country needs to do. We need to follow state and local guidelines, take extra precautions if at higher risk, wash our hands frequently, stay six feet from others when we can, and when we can't stay six feet from others, please, I'm begging you, wear a face covering. These small actions will make a big difference. So I'm asking you to say it with me, America. Coronavirus stops with me. You can learn more at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. 
We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, it's Friday night, uh, high school football, uh, second week of high school football. I actually was able to go to a game last Friday. I kind of s- sneaked in. Um, I'm not going tonight, but um, the governor has uh, basically just been fooling around with this. And uh, I guess the latest thing is that the Department of Education will have updated guidance about sec- uh, spectators in the next day or two. He said that a couple of days ago, and then there was no update. So I guess every school is on its own, and uh, every school should allow every single parent, and I don't know, every, as far as I'm concerned, every kid should be, any, every person who wants to go to a high school football game should be allowed in, uh, including standing room only if they can get them in there. But uh, I guess it will vary around the area, uh, the number of people uh, who are watching high school football uh, tonight, but it's um, it's unbelievably dumb that they're just not allowing fans in. And speaking of fans, this is a this is an unbelievable story. I, this is the kind of stuff that drives me nuts. The Tennessee Titans, it says here, are going to announce uh, they announced plans that starting in October, fans will be allowed to to attend games at Nissan Stadium. Now, this is the this is an update from the Titans. They will increase incrementally by the week until maxing out at a possible. 14,500 figures. So the Steelers are actually there on October 4th, and uh, they will uh, have 7,000 fans in the game, in the stadium for that game. The next week, October 11th, they'll have 8,600. Now, is there is there a scientist out there who can help me with this, maybe? Or is, is there has anybody produced the science that uh, shows that it, it's okay to have 7,000 people on October 4th, only 7,000. But a week later, 8,600 can go to the game, and it'll be fine. Nobody's going to die. I, I, it's, it's unbelievable. So then on October 18th, which is uh, two weeks after the Steelers are there on October 4th for the first game with fans, there will be 10,400 fans allowed in there. So over two weeks' time, the uh, – a number of people in the stadium increases by about uh, 50% from 7,000 to 10,400. So what has the virus done from October 4th to October 18th to allow 3,400 more people in to see the Texans play than there were two weeks ago? Can somebody, where does this stuff, who comes up with this stuff? Who comes up with this stuff? Now, and that's Nashville, by the way, where the Titans play. And an interesting story there is that uh, emails uh, showed up, uh, a, a story done by Fox 17 in Nashville TV. Uh, there were emails uh, that showed that the mayor and the secretary of health were uh, communicating back and forth about the number of COVID cases, and they only traced 80 cases to the bars and restaurants. I don't know if you've ever been to Nashville. Uh, I've been there a few times. I don't drink, but I love Nashville. And it's not because of the bars, just because of the atmosphere, the country music and everything. And you walk down Broadway and uh, one place after another filled with uh, aspiring country music stars and big jars where you put your money to pay for the music. It's a great scene. If you've never been there, you should really go there. But so bars and restaurants are kind of a big deal there. Uh, and... So they, they closed them. You know, it was just like everywhere else. They were not allowed to be open for a long time. 
and uh, they found out that there was a communication between the mayor and I guess it was the health secretary where they said, you know what, there were only 80 cases traced to those um, bars and restaurants, but uh, let's not talk about that. We don't want to – the number is too low. We're not going to tell people that. They had closed them down, and they didn't want people to start asking, well, wait a minute, why why is my business closed? Why is my – why is my life being destroyed for this when only 80 people have been shown to have um, gotten COVID-19 in a restaurant or a bar in Nashville? Uh, and, uh, you know, they're they're trying to explain it away now. They really can't. And it's, it's just basically uh, another case of just absolute dishonesty and stupidity uh, when it comes to this. And... So the, the Titans are going to allow 7,000 people in there on October 4th of the Steeler game. And the week after, it'll be okay to have 8,600 there. I, I mean, just think about that. For 1,600, the stadium is like Kynes Field. It seats, I don't know, 65, 70,000 people. And the, 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 it's okay to have 7,000 in there one week, but 8,600 a week later. How about 50,000? How about the whole thing? And, and then they're, uh, tomorrow night, they're having a race uh, they, they, at Bristol uh, Racetrack, Bristol Motor Speedway. It's a NASCAR race. There are going to be 30,000 people there. The place holds like 150 or something like that. It's huge. But they're going to allow 30,000 people in there for that. So, um, and, and Mayor John Cooper, the guy who's involved in this uh, uh, dishonest email going back and forth, He's been nice enough to say that the uh, the bars and restaurants can uh, go up to 50% capacity now. Isn't that nice of him? Um, 80 people, they found, uh, uh, contracted COVID-19, and they shut them down and then lied about it. Not lied about it, but a lie by omission. They lied, and uh, now they're going to let 50%. It's, it, when this thing is over, when this, when this whole thing is over, there's going to be so much dishonesty revealed and corruption revealed it's going to take about a hundred years to recover from it just for people to have any confidence whatsoever in anybody in government what about this stupidity there'll be more next week i'm sure thanks for listening this week thanks to mike and darren for helping out and i'll talk to you on monday John Staggerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.